What's up, everybody? Hi. Hi. Thanks Good to for coming. See you. Good Holy to moly. sort of see you all. I oh, can man. see people. Yeah. Y'all are here. Y'all are looking blue as fuck. Yeah. What's up? Great. Who feels blue as fuck? Yeah. <laughs> everybody. Thanks for coming to Somerville. Here's a question. Was it a pain in the ass to get here? Besides, oh, wait, people are saying no. Really? You live around the corner. Two trains. trains. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Sorry, I'm looking at a a hot Garf Summer uh, crew in the front row here. Fuck, yeah, hot Garf Summer. Um, I don't own or get money from those T-shirts, but that's that's the correct, like, idea. I wore my craziest t-shirt. I just bought this in New Orleans. Um, it is a mountain, a waterfall, and a unicorn, but the unicorn's horn is an ice cream cone. <laughs> so, and then I was shocked to see Andrew in a very pedestrian. I'm wearing normal clothing. I'm the crazy t-shirt dog. Yeah. but Not today. But you went normal town. Yeah. That's what Somerville is, normal town. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Um, who was here last time we were supposed to be here and only Tawny was here in Boston? Hey. Yeah, Boston-ish. Yeah, that was nearby. Um, I don't know. Where's Boston? What is Boston? We're going to get into that, but we're not going to do that alone. We're going to have some help from all of you to tell us what is Boston. But you know what I realized we need to do? Yeah. We need to say this is the podcast, Yo, Is This Racist, oh. where we listen to your voicemails about racism with the help of a special guest or guest. And we do have a special Good guest this time. Lord. I am one of your hosts, Tawny Newsom. I'm still Andrew T. Yep. Still. Despite, I woke up at 4 a.m. Los Angeles time, uh-huh. got to the airport, uh-huh. got to y'all's airport, uh-huh. uh, stood, got lost trying to find a car to get me to a hotel uh-huh. to come here. Yep. It took, yeah, it took me like, did it take, how long, did, we're, we're doing catch up now. Yeah, we have a lot to catch we up on. We were hanging out, kind of, but I was holding back some shit. How long did it take you to get to the, get out of the airport? Me to get out of the airport? Yeah. Uh, airport was breezy, baby. I was fine. I came in yesterday. Oh, shit. I had a whole extra night. I went to the Encore Casino last night. <laughs> oh, I heard a real judgment noise. <laughs> <laughs> I heard people go like, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Okay, is it more evil than any given casino, though? No, okay. It's right? just like baseline, the most evil shit that could possibly happen. Of course. Happen. Yeah, okay. Look, I didn't come here to make good choices. <laughs> um, but I did. I played blackjack. I had an allotted amount of money I was going to uh, spend with my mm-hmm. friend. I lost it. And then at the last minute, we were like, let's try a different table. Won it all back in a stunning comeback. <laughs> I was up That's right. $35 when we walked out of yeah. that joint. Right? So Thank you. We're here to, you know, we're trying to help out with the racism stuff we can help with. Yeah. The gambling stuff. We're bad. Not as good. No. Don't do that. Don't take our advice. I but, mean, ever. But, but I, was, I was absolutely dying that there is a, have you, have you been to that casino, anybody? <laughs> no, you're all yeah, saints they're, and they're social workers and whatnot. people, yeah. Um, <laughs> We're LA degenerates who are like, do I smell something that feels like Vegas here? Great. Um, There is a, I walked in there and it looks like Vegas. Like it looks like one of the big shiny casinos there and everything's like beautiful and glitzy and crazy. And then I walked past several high stakes blackjack tables and to my right was an actual Dunkin' Donuts. You people are not fucking around with the Dunkin' Donuts. There were 
women in like dripping rhinestone cocktail dresses with crazy heels like tittering by and there's just like donuts that you can buy. That is how you I, roll. I respect it. I for real assumed it was a thing that like when New England people leave New England, they talk about it because it's like the thing. Right. It's more the thing than I realized. Yeah. Y'all's thing is for real. It's really the thing. It'd be like, like in, if, the, if there was a casino in Chicago, it'd be like they're just being like a Giordano's pizza right on the floor of the casino. That would be bonkers. I'll have a meatball, please. Oh. Just one know. giant Italian beef yeah. while you're trying to play three-card poker. I would poker. hold it in my hand. <laughs> um, and then I barely got out of the airport before the Minotaur got me. <laughs> That motherfucker was on my tail, and it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. Two elevators. Um, so, <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say probably what you're about to say. No. Y- you know the run of show. I don't know it. You texted it to me, and then I decided, I said, I want to be the Andrew of this show, and I want to not know what's going on. I made us a little schedule. You really did. I was at work yesterday realizing we hadn't made a little schedule. I know, and he sent it to me. He goes, does this look good? And I was like, did we yeah. body swap? Yeah, you're I don't like, know. I don't care. I was like, I don't care, dog. I'm going to the We're casino. We're chilling. Um, oh, we did swap brains. We did, because I just came Fuck. from New Orleans land of um, crawfish and, and ch- uh, choices. and <laughs> I came from set. <laughs> yeah, you came from hardcore work. I and I came horrible. from like a, just a real, yeah, so we like body and brain swapped. So I was like, guys, we're just gonna, we're gonna float this show. We don't need a, a, a rundown. We don't need to know what's happening. We don't. We still don't. <laughs> but, We've already violated our cardinal rule of chilling. Which is what? Don't chill too hard. That's the rule that we have. Don't chill too hard. I don't know. I I'm don't just, either. All right. So one here's that's one broken promise. Yeah. Our second <laughs> broken promise to you guys was, I believe, uh, if you're here, I'm guessing you're a listener, and if you're a listener, I'm guessing uh, I talked a big game about eating a lobster on stage. I did touch it. So. I'm going to keep talking. I, I assume this is still going to work. And we possibly could have figured out a better way to do this. We could have told our sound gentleman that we were going to do that. What so I got, I got talked down from a lobster for sort of logistical and disgustingness reasons. Are you guys mad or... let or Would it have been gross? It would have been like legit gross to eat a lobster on stage, right? But, this is, <laughs> but it, is, it is a lobster roll. I'm okay. gonna eat a I'm gonna eat a lobster roll, even though I had lunch like forty five minutes, minutes ago. ago. Um, but <laughs> and I, I just, don't know where I'm gonna put it. Actually, I guess I'll put it in my seat. You're gonna put it right next to the computer. <laughs> um, I like okay. that it's a lobster roll and not a, a a shelled lobster because oh here we go it's starting. The lobster itself I thought was gonna have too much cracking and squelching on the mic. You know we we've all been here through Andrew's soup. Give it up for Andrew's soup eating on Mike. We, we've all been here for Andrew's just like hastily door dashed lunch. That we he never has get to... live feedback. Who's who gets real mad about the soup when I eat it on Mike? No one. Someone. No please. one. Someone gets mad. Why? <laughs> Great question. Because of the soup thing. That's fair, I guess. But OK, so we're going to give Andrew a chance to g- gobble this down. But I, I think the bit I've done the bit. You guys are, you're you guys are done with a bailing? bit? You're already bailing. I'm, how much? Okay, you talk. I'm going to talk because we have a segment. See, I know what's happening in the run of the show. Um, the segment is 
what's up with Boston? And that can take any shape you want. You can tell us whatever you want. But when I say, what's up with Boston, we do need a volunteer or two to come to this microphone so that the podcast can pick it up and just tell us briefly, in your opinion, what's up with Boston. And before you go, oh, no, 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 I don't do public speaking. I do have some things to entice you with. (laughs) I have a very cute pink-on-pink suboptimal T-shirt. So you can just walk around. Yeah, give it up for fonts. Come on, font. (laughs) And then I also have, in two different sizes, the famed duck and around and find and 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 out. Okay? Um, so this is coming your way if you come up to tell us what's up with Boston. Who's going to do it? I see a hand. Come on down. Give them a hand. All right. Hey. Hello, friend. What is your name? My name is Francesca. Hi, Francesca. Hi. Thanks Hi. for coming. Hello. I've lived in Boston my whole life, all 28 years. And okay. um, so Boston is very pro-police. So that's okay. one thing. Yeah. And, and the movies uh, told me that. Yeah. <laughs> Every movie is like, we're tough, but we're also cops. And it's like, why are we? Why? Isn't this about teachers? What's going on? There's also just, you know, a lot of school underfunding, which sucks. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I'm not going to forget, even though I wasn't born, the, the whole busing thing that happened in the 70s. Oh, sure. Okay. That's a big thing. Busing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's school busing? Yes. Yeah. Yes. After the, the force. Tr- inter- truly pretend. Like, <laughs> we sometimes seem like we know what the fuck we're talking about. And I cannot stress enough, we never do. <laughs> so tell us. Tell us as if we are two buffoons who flew in from Los Angeles to talk to you guys. Tell me like you just met me on the floor of the Encore Casino. (laughs) A Dunkin' Donut in my hand. Uh, So after there was, after segregation was illegal, there was forced integration in Mm -hmm. a lot of the Boston public schools Ah. because like a lot of the neighborhoods are segregated by race because that's just how it is. Yeah. And Boston was like, we don't want to do that. So like the president at the time was like, we're going to take our forces and we're going to force you to actually integrate your school. So there was the whole busing thing. Got it. We're like, you know, bringing kids from other neighborhoods to integrate the the schools. Right. Just um, like by bus bluntly. Like, you, you go here now. Yeah. Yeah, got it. Basically. And it, the weird thing is, like, now Boston has probably some of the the top high schools in the world, and people are, like, faking that they live in other cities so that they can go oh. to school here. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. So education inequality, pro-cops. Mm-hmm. But donuts? Uh? Donuts make it a little less racist. Hey, <laughs> that's the soundbite we wanted. <laughs> Francesca, what kind of shirt do you want? I need the duck around and find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Give Francesca a hand, everybody. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Um, that was good. That was brave to go first. Is lobster roll, is it an, is it an energy-inducing item? Is this what you guys eat when you're a little sleepy? You're like, hmm. Okay, now my other question is, are you guys just pretending that Dunkin's and Lobster Roll is, like, the thing to do? And Dunkin's, in yes, lobster, lobster Roll, no? Okay. 
That makes sense. Um, I like I like the we can talk to the people in the crowd. This I do. So I nice. like it too. It's an intimate show. This is so great. It's an intimate show. We can hear you and feel your feedback. Who else wants to tell us what's up with Boston? Anything? Anything you want to say? Come oh. on, give them a hand. <laughs> what you got? Um, my husband really wants me to get a shirt. So okay. Oh yeah. We can make that happen. Um, uh, what's your name? Erica. Hi, hey, Erica. Hey. Um, what's up with Boston? Uh, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boston is a deeply gentrifying and gentrified place. Right. Um, there's neighborhoods that are, it, it's so unbelievably segregated and um, it's very alarming. There also was like, if you just took a look at the overlay of our transit map, um, yeah. you would see the ways in which our trains go around historically black and brown neighborhoods. Oh, yeah. um, it's you can't pretty, take the trains through there. Yeah, it's pretty harrowing. Um, and, and you know, and also the ways in which like um, black and brown people have been sort of like pushed into places where there's less access to transit. Sure, because mm-hmm. um, there's certainly neighborhoods that um, the neighborhood I live in used to be um, much more black and brown, and has since, has since become mm-hmm. um, a wider space as uh, you know. People our age, white people, artists, all these people are sort of moving into these like cheap places. Sure. The entire cycle of gentrification, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, do we? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, okay, so you might not know because you're on the um, Encore Casino floor with the donut. Um, there's also a lot of just like a lot of bad liberal white people. That's, oh, okay. yeah, we got those. We got those. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're everywhere, and they're very much in, especially those gentrified neighborhoods. Um, yeah. You sort of run into these you know, maybe usually older white folks who are just like, this neighborhood's so diverse. It's so, like, it's so welcoming and gorgeous. And and, and there's that sort of having these ideas of that when the absolute reality of those neighborhoods is that they would call the cops immediately on somebody. The second there's a firework, the second there's, like, loud music somewhere, um, they're going to have a disconnect of, like, appreciating the quote-unquote culture and community (laughs) you're living Mm -hmm. amongst, but not actually, like, engaging with it in a thoughtful way. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. That is, like, definitely one of the strongest things about Boston racism. Ooh. um, I I, I think our whole, this little summer tour is places where the white folks are good, but not as good as they think. (laughs) Maybe. Where else are we going? Minneapolis? Minneapolis. Sure. Austin. Austin. (laughs) Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. We're missing Portland, but other than that, it's like, eh, you're right. You're not the worst. (laughs) But it's interesting because, like, jokes aside, we're kind of going to where some of the, like, listeners wanted us to, like, we're going to where the listenership is. So there's, like, Mm -hmm. a, there's an interesting thing of, like, I don't know, people wanting to think about these things. And, you know, we're two clowns. This is a comedy show. But it is like, uh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I like how I just casually say that. We're two clowns. We have red noses. Yeah. Uh, I drive a tiny car. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, there's a, I don't know, there is a disconnect in a lot of places. L.A. is a, LA is a, yeah. a mess for so many reasons that mm-hmm. we try to get into on the pod. I'm going to give you a shirt. Do you want a suboptimal or, or duck, duck and around? What was my point? Just that, yeah, our podcast is popular with you fine folks who Yay. are the best and also with some of the worst whites. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is. as you've heard us talk about, it's sort of like necessary that this podcast is listened to on two levels. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know... Some of it's remedial and some of it is fun. Yeah. My impression of Boston, I may have even said this on the pod before, and the the thing that makes it the most weird, uh, like, cop-wise, is that this feels like the place where, like, white people can legitimately be 
sort of oppressed by other white people, like <laughs> like England <Congrats>. style. <laughs> Like I just like yeah, sometimes like this, that old world shit. This I'm just feels like, the most like the movie Gangs of New York. <laughs> yeah, where it's like it's hard for me to process like the idea of like oh people like legitimately don't like Irish people here yeah. or what or like them. I don't or even if you're know. From a certain neighborhood, but, like, you're treated yeah like the thing that people are always like white people were slaves too. We're like nah, shut up. And then we're like maybe in Boston. I don't know. <laughs> maybe this would be the place. It seems like so old school that there's like racism I just like actually don't understand. Yeah, for it's sure. Like, huh. How's that possible? Well, hey, I'm okay. here to look. The important thing Andrew is that we're here to listen and learn. Um <laughs> All right. I think we should move on. Thank yeah. you. Thank you to Erica. We didn't clap for Erica. Thank you. Thank you to Francesca. Thank you to everyone doing aggressive nodding in agreement with them. Yes. The podcast doesn't pick it up, but I feel your energy and I appreciate it. Um, oh, right. And then I guess as far as like later on goes, so we, of course, we will be doing some voicemails later. Yes. But um, also, as you can see, there's a microphone here and everyone loves grinding their own axe. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to give you guys an opportunity to ask a couple questions. If you want to snitch on your boss, if you want to yell at your mom, this episode's going to come out on Wednesday, so it's very timely. Oh, yeah. This is like, you'll get a real immediate opportunity. Are you in a work fight right now? Uh You get to air that shit this very week. Text a family member right now. Yeah. Start Start a fight. And it can be ended in like four days. Text your sister and be like, remember when you dressed up your kid, my nephew, as Pocahontas? That was fucked up, and here's why. Start that shit in the family group chat. Yeah. Read, read it to us. And let's pretend your phone was broken for like four days. Yep. And then play them this podcast. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Very many things. I don't know. I can't think of any. Here's an actual question for the crowd. Did you guys come to this... Uh, to us as like comedy people or as like you know justice dweebs Ugh. or Ugh. Oh, a little of both just good people just normal good people is there another option with someone like I thought you guys were on Top Chef <laughs> in the back yeah oh. and I always ask this has someone never heard the pod but they saw the title and they're just here for the wrong reasons oh yeah. <laughs> how are you liking it have we have, have, oh really all right. Oh, and one hard no in the back. That's cool. Got it, got it, oh, got I'm it. sorry, you're cool. Um, um, well, thank you. Thank you for yeah. coming out for whatever reason. Um, we do have a, a guest yes. that we're going to bring out. Is that now or is something else now? It's now as fuck. It's now as fuck. I was going to... I had lobster again in the, in the text files. So. <laughs> lobster again? You bailed on lobster one. Yeah. Why did you think you were going to have two instances of it? I'm going to go with typo, but I do not remember. <laughs> It was really, it was really, uh, yeah, a hastily put together run of show, we'll say. Um, But we were lucky enough, um, if you've been listening to the pod recently, uh, our guest was uh, uh, on, I don't know, probably a couple months ago, a good friend of mine, um, and uh, we'll call him hometown hero, a a Boston dude. Um, He's the creator. Oh, I'm going to say creator. I uh, hope that's correct, uh, of uh, Gre- the new upcoming show, is it wrong? Gremlins, Secrets of the Mogwai. Uh, he, he's a, something, okay. 
and uh, ran uh, the new show on Amazon. I'm a Virgo. It's Z Chun wearing the craziest Come outfit out. we've ever oh, seen. Yes. <laughs> and more, more importantly, give, give him a give him a twirl. I said he needs to give you a twirl. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, thank you. Have a seat, my friend. Welcome. Did he eat the lobster? No, he you had know. one tiny piece of it and he eat bailed. All right. Well, now that someone else is... Here's the other thing. is It became like weird when it was going to be just Tawny talking while I ate. What? No, well, I'm great. I can entertain uh, thousands. I can entertain a whole crowd. So the last time I saw Andrew eat a lobster roll was the day of my wedding. <laughs> And this is we, like the Where Were You When JFK Was Shot. <laughs> yeah. And it was just as bad, honestly. <laughs> we went to the Hingham Lobster Pound, and I was nervous because I was getting married. Uh-huh. And I ate maybe 50 fried clams. I went into like a fugue state where I was stuffing fried clams into a lobster roll. What? And then I threw up 60 minutes before my wedding. This is your wedding? Yeah, and I felt great. I, if anyone is engaged or mm-hmm. looking to get married, like mm-hmm. right before your wedding, you should 100% overeat and then projectile vomit. Just it was a, pretty wild. Just a bunch of hot seafood. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that, that doesn't happen that not often to me. Yeah, yeah, you love <laughs> you love to overdo it when you yeah. have the, any nerves at all. Our entire friendship, the high points all involve seafood. Mm-hmm. There was True. a Comic Con that we got a bunch of seafood. We ate so much seafood at Joe's Crab Shack that Andrew went deaf, and I had like really bad. Wait, is that a in my ears. is that not like, is like, that something I should worry it was, about? I think it was assault, but I was like, like ears ringing so really hard. Bad, like being, I was like, I think, I think I, I think I. You're you're deaf. I mean, you can you couldn't hear what I was saying. Yeah, but I was saying my ears are ringing because yeah. of the salt. Yeah, I don't think that's a side effect of salt. It fucking better be because I don't know what else it could have. Been. Something else happened in this story, and you guys are just like, oh yeah, I ate too many tortillas and I lost both my knees. It's like what? I mean, that's not what happens. <laughs> so I highly recommend Joe's Crab Shack in San Diego. <laughs> This is the wildest thing. I did not know bringing you out was going to cause this. Um, oh, yeah. But I have to stress, like, we are not doctors. This is not medical advice. And uh, I am a doctor, and this is medical advice. <laughs> and the prescription is Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> if you hear too good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, eat yeah. A bunch of seafood. Do you suffer from hear too good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> eat a bunch of crab. Um Z, how long have you lived here or in this area? So, I grew up here. I grew up in Randolph, which nobody... Oh, there is... All right, good. I love a local woo. I love it. Oh, my God. Wait, okay. I think that's my first local woo. I I don't do a lot of these. Oh, man, you got to get your local woos. Yeah. How far away is Randolph? Do people hate... Is there, like, how much? An hour? 40 minutes south. 40 minutes south, okay. So, are you a suburb kid? Do these people think that you're not cool? South Shore, yeah. Is South he Shore? not cool? Wait, wait, wait. Round of applause if he's not cool. If Come he's on. not cool. Come on. Okay, there's wow, a nice crowd. Fucking suck. <laughs> well, we haven't established him as a villain yet. Is that what we're trying to do in this dynamic? Right now, yeah. the only villain is the lobster. It's hard to get, I guess it, if we're in Massachusetts, it's hard to turn the crowd on the guy in a <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts onesie. <laughs> That's true. Um, he came out swinging. <laughs> 
Okay, so you grew up here. I grew up here, and then uh, a couple months into the pandemic, uh, we were living in L.A., and we came out here because we had a, a house rented for, like, five weeks. Okay. So we road trip because it was like, oh, is our plane safe? Can you touch anything, or yeah. will you right. completely die? <laughs> and so we road tripped in an Escalade across the country. <laughs> I didn't know it was in a fucking Escalade, you lunatic. <laughs> I rented, I was like, my wife was like, how are we going to get there? And I was like, we're going to rent the biggest fucking car. Right. Z has a grip seen. of kids, just I got to be three fair. kids. <laughs> I got three kids. not just like a weirdo. And the Escalade is big enough where you don't even have to see them. Like, they're just, <laughs> they're all the way in the back, you know? Like, I didn't see my son for one week. <laughs> I saw him one time in Utah. He was, he, yeah. he needed Oh, you live all the belt. way back in yeah. the trunk. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Different zip code. And, uh. And then we just stayed because we were like, it's so nice here. L.A. is a garbage fire, and it's also yeah. a literal fire. Yeah. And yeah, L.A. did catch for, on fire. Yeah. It did feel a little bit like you set L.A. on fire and then left. Yeah. It was feeling that way. So. <laughs> I can't turn the crowd on Z. Nothing will work. No. I've spent my entire this, 20s trying to turn New York it, City against Z. It is true. So Andrew was... So mean to me in college. <laughs> did, you did not. Know I don't that. know the beef. I gotta okay. know it. So Andrew was really mean to me in college. He had a group of friends Which that is I like really so wanted weird. to like get into. I'm like a such a warm, welcoming dude. And then, and then senior year, I remember I was, I was like very scared of Andrew. And one day I was walking by him on the street. We, were, we went to Columbia. We we're in oh. New York, and he was like, "How are you doing?" And I got scared because I was like. What do you mean? How am I doing? You're going to say something mean, but I was just like, I'm not doing good. My computer is broken. Andrew was like, Well, can I come over and fix it? And I was like, I thought this was some kind of long con to like yeah. beat you up. And yeah. then he freaking comes over and spends like eight hours fixing and like defragmenting my hard drive. Whoa. And then he left and I called my friend Mike and I was like, What is going on with Andrew? <laughs> yeah. And Mike was like, I think he just realized that, like, he could do all the things he likes and also be nice to you. Huh. And now he is the godfather of my daughter. Wow. And that means the long con is almost complete. Yeah. I just need to turn one more family member against you, and then I win. Um, Man, what a beautiful bully to godfather tale. Yeah. I, I think, I suspect, well, no. I suspect... People, I, I know that you haven't thought about this at all. No, 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 not about you. I was going to say, people who, who are here and listen to the show, probably, I was going to say they maybe don't think of me as a bully, but then I was like, literally all I bring to the table is bullying bad people. Yeah, you're like a Dexter. Yeah. You're a, you're a bully who only bullies other bullies, like big racist bullies. Yeah. You know? And that's fine. And that will never turn on anyone else or your loved ones. No. No, it's fine. I'm a, I think I'm a good person. Yeah, you're doing fine. No, I'm sorry. <sighs> uh, <laughs> so, Z, we, we did, did we do the whole, our whole backstory? No, so now, so now, so now I, uh, I have spent the summers here. Yeah. And cool. we were here for like a year and a half during the pandemic, and it was great. That's here, cool. Here's uh, the other question, because now I'm like going to, loosely paraphrase some texts from the like the 2020 year when you were here what's it like being the weirdest chinese dad in whatever the fuck city you live in Co- 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 cohasset 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 so i live in cohasset 
which is a town of 8,000 people. Uh-huh. And this is how I dress. Yeah. <laughs> I, cause it, the, the, I think uh, a thing that has happened to both of us a little bit is... Um, because we're both in comedy and regrettably, sort of, or not both in comedy, we're in Hollywood. You're not in comedy at all. I'm not in all. comedy, yeah. You're a drama dude. But it's still, it's a white space. And I think we've both made some efforts, now that it's a little safer, to simply try to blow white people's minds. Is, is that what you're doing? I'm asking you. No, I mean, it's just, I, listen, I, I love the town that we live in. Yeah. People are super nice. When I walk into... A bar, it is like a record scratch. And I'm like, <laughs> but that's okay. You know, yeah. I'm like, and the people are very, I, I do find that the people are very like wanting to engage and want me to feel comfortable. Yeah. And there is a part of it that I know is also like the stuff that I'm bringing to it, where it's like if I'm walking down the street and there's like somebody is smiling, but I'm like, they're smiling too hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're about to tell your wife she's beautiful, know, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. So on the balance, it's good? Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, it's, it's kind of one of these things where it's like, listen, my kids are half Asian, and like sometimes I'll be like, you know, you belong here, you know, this is your space. And they're like, yeah, dad, like, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? I'm like, oh, I don't know reason. I'm just going to go off and just... Wait, Deal okay, but, so that, but that's the other question. Yeah, okay. is like the, the Boston baggage of being a person of color in the New England area. Yeah. It also feels like generational, because I think um, all of us a little bit have this kind of like came up in the 90s, like, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You, you can make it in these spaces. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like fortunate to be working on a show right now with like some teens and and like you know a couple of them are are uh people of color and they don't give a fuck about any of this stuff i don't think yeah they're just so confident and it helps i guess that they're teen actors on a tv show so they suffer from fucking confidence like overdoses every goddamn day but do you suffer from confidence (laughs) (laughs) have you tried too much crab it feels bad I feel like confidence is like, I think lack of confidence is the only thing that's gotten me what I have. Is that right, you guys? But, hey, that was a good joke. Yeah. Because you had to ask them about it. Anyway. I'm still. It's not a joke. We're doing great. I, I, but that, I think that's very ger- generational, like you said. I think the, uh, yeah, and it's funny that we all feel like, no, it was the struggle that made us good. Yeah. But it probably... It wasn't. We probably were just, like, going to be decent at this, you know. We probably could have done with, I'm going to say, 40% less struggle. Yeah. And still been fine. We might be assholes then, because I think maybe the struggle kept us from being total jerks, maybe. I'm already a huge asshole. Well. That's the big problem. Let me tell you, it could have gotten worse. Yeah, Jesus. Terrible thing. Oh. Oh. (laughs) We're not really fighting, guys. We're not really. This is how we talk. This is like being out with us. You guys are out at a bar with us right now. Um, you really are. This is you like we are. We are as loose as humanly possible. Uh, I'm doing the slow reach to the awkwardly <laughs> high computer. Are you? Are you going to queue up uh, everyone's favorite, the racism voicemails? Is anyone? Do you, should we do some voicemails? Do you want to do some racism let's voicemails? Let's start with some people like this. All right. Let's let's start with this bad boy, and let's hope that we can all hear it. Let's go. 
Hey, Andrew, Tani, and guests. I have a dumb question. I am alcohol intolerant, I guess would be the way to call that. Um, but when I first looked up what it is, it's something that I have. Uh, so does my mom and my grandma, and her dad did. And uh, what I see when I look it up is it's called Asian Glow or Asian Flush. Uh, my grandma kind of assumed she got it from her dad. My grandma's a quarter uh, Cree. She just kind of assumed it's because a long time ago, Native people came from Asia, and, like, there's a shared, I don't know, pointless backstory. Sorry about that. But is it racist to call it Asian Glow? I guess I was calling it for a long time. It feels like it might be. But that's the only thing that it's called when I look it up. Like, <laughs> alcohol intolerance is kind of a different thing. Anyway, uh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, we love you. Oh, in true spirit of the show fashion, I did not listen to these voicemails beforehand. So I'm on the ride along with you all, <laughs> as is Z. You have a question, sir. Z. I've, I've only heard it referred to as Asian flush. Oh. Ah. Not Asian glow. Huh. I think that's, that's got to be like an East Coast, West Coast thing. <laughs> really? Okay. I think, it, I think it might be. East Coast. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> okay. No. no. <laughs> I, I, I think I've heard all of them. I think I've heard every iteration of that. Yeah, we're worldly, and you're obviously. No, I think I've a, heard it from you. A provincial goon from <laughs> no, Dunkin' I'm just Donuts a, town. I'm just a baby born in a Dunkin' Donuts, and I've never left. <laughs> I've never left the Dunkin'. This is my first time out in the world. Wow. <laughs> they I'm built like, a casino around what Dunkin' I was born in, and now. I'm it does my first feel a little bit like we might as well shoot some like branded content <laughs> right now while you're here. We should have had this show sponsored. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> you did I great. did I call you in text message or on Twitter? Did I say this outfit was you're the spirit of Boston? I think you DM'd me for whatever reason on Twitter, even though we're you're yeah. the godfather of my daughter. I don't want to get too close. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go too yeah. crazy. Like, um, okay, so Asian flush, Asian mm-hmm. glow. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like you're nitpicking about the wrong part of this phrase. That's what we do on this show. That's true. <laughs> we got to get in the weeds about some shit that doesn't matter on the voicemail. Mm-hmm. How else are we going to fill the time? Like, do we think that person was lying all the way down when they left the voicemail? It feels like they were fully reclined. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. Just guessing. They were not sitting up. They didn't have a lumbar support. No. They were in a full recline, just like, hey, guys. <laughs> I tried to look something up on the internet, and I, I couldn't figure it out. And you know what? We love, we, love, we love them for it. Do you feel like they're the type of person that doesn't actually... Like, when they say the internet, it's because they've, like, yelled at their servant to Google something? <laughs> Please... Find the flush thing. Google it. Why doesn't it have another non-racist name? But here's my question. Do non-Asian people get this same thing? Evidently. So the caller said Asian flush or glow so many times that it did start to feel like a slur. Yeah, it felt bad to me. It felt bad for me to hear. If I had grown up with a call being called Asian Glow. I think I would be... Oh, you, you think Asian that would have... Flush. Asian <laughs> Flush. Oh, interesting. Like how bad that sounds. Interesting. Asian Glow. Yeah. Really... Wow, it's a glow. It sounds empowering. It's not a flush. Yeah. 
So you want the more empowering slurs is what you yeah. want. Yeah. Give them all to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you heard it here. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's the importance of diversity. I think, yeah. I, I think I said all I need to say on this subject at this point. Um, but yeah, it does feel like because it does not uh, only affect one type of yeah. person, it should have a more uh, you know universal name. I I think to me the the thing that is the most perilous is like. The people who love this shit the most is Asian people. Like, oh, I get Asian, I get all red, Asian flush, Asian. Like, and it just feels like exactly the kind of shit where we're like, we, we bring this upon ourselves always. <laughs> we're just like, okay, well, I guess everyone gets to call it Asian glow now because, right, because we say it so fucking much. If, if you've said, it's that thing where as a person of like a marginalized demographic, if you make a little joke about yourself, you're giving the like 10 white people at your law firm or whatever, the yeah. agency to be like, well, my friend said it. And so then they take it out into the world. And it's like, it's like multi-level marketing for yep. slurs. Like yep. it just starts to spread and disseminate. And it probably came from the place, the place it came from was probably a legitimate legging business at one point, you know, <laughs> That person saying it, they, they get to make a little joke about themselves. That's why it's legitimate. But, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want the spread is the issue. Yeah. Right? Because there's no end user in sight. Boom, I landed the multi-level marketing analogy. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thanks so much. So everyone invest in Tawny Coin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just that, need... that sounds more like a crypto. I don't know the difference, if I'm being honest. Uh, uh, good point. <laughs> yeah, I guess crypto is just like LuLaRoe for men. <laughs> oh, good lord! I stand by that. I, I think that's. <laughs> I blurted that out, and it's, I sound like an idiot, but I don't care. I stand by it. I think that is like a hundred percent true. Thank you. Like, Thank you. I can go now. <laughs> there's like lawsuits that have to say that exact same thing. Hell yeah. Let's do one more of these motherfuckers and maybe see if someone wants to come up to the microphone. Ooh. But here's one more here. Hi, Andrew, Tony, and, and maybe Gus. Uh, I'm a white guy from the Bay Area. Uh, I was scrolling Reddit the other day and I saw a video of a guy named Blind Fury doing a really good freestyle rap. Uh, Blind Fury is white and, like his name sounds, uh, he's blind. My question is, during the rap, he drops the N-word. Um, does he get a pass? You know, as a blind guy, he's probably not too discriminatory if he can't see anyone. Um, or does his whiteness bump his blindness? Anyway, love the podcast. Thanks. Okay, Andrew. <laughs> I feel attacked. I'm I'm sorry. I, I could have found one that probably... There was no take of this absolute lunatic gold that I that was okay. clear enough to hear right because I feel so attacked because I had to lean in so far yeah it's like like yeah. A, it's like a racist whispered to me come here come here come yeah. here and then I had to come up to them and write my ears right on their lips while they just like shouted a slur at me like I feel like I had to get so close to it can you please paraphrase for anyone who didn't hear this lunacy yes of course um, yeah oh. sorry sorry that was hard to hear um, the, <laughs> the caller was talking about a blind rapper who f- was white who freestyles 
Also goes by the name Blind Fury, which I didn't look up. I hope it's false. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, and it says the N-word, but is blind. Is that okay? <laughs> Caller, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> what is happening? What is happening? I mean, I'm now worried, actually, back to back, that like our outgoing voicemail has like something that is. Oh no! Oh, thank you, you for the thank you for the fact check. Fact check from the audience. Please. This is, this um, is real. Someone tell me one track name that, of his. One, just one track that this rapper has. Rap battles. Okay. I pop beans. I mean, who who doesn't? I'm just gonna, we're not going to unpack any of this. No, we're not going to yeah, unpack yeah. this. Okay. I'm oh, so yeah. sorry. You, you got to turn that shit on incognito. Yeah, you need to be on DuckDuckGo. <laughs> you need to be on DuckDuckGo for these types of searches. If you listen to our podcast, you need to be using some kind of encrypted browser because you're going to be looking up all kinds of wild shit. Oh. That's going to have the government following you. 100%. I just figure the government at this point thinks so many different things are happening. Are we playing a little bit? No, we're not. <laughs> we're not doing that. I mean, oh, I'm not gosh. strictly speaking, I guess uh, I am opposed, but. To, oh, I thought you meant to the rapper in general. No, I'm just as I'm not opposed to any given audience member simply playing music from their phone. Fuck it. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew embraces the chaos so much of this show. Honestly, oh my God. Like, it's been better than therapy for me to work with this man because it's really taught me a lot about letting go, <laughs> letting go, letting God. But th- I had to stop one thing. I'm sorry, this is a tangent. I had to stop one thing tonight where he wanted, when we were talking about the lobster, yeah. he wanted to Here both, was my plan. both search for and order the lobster while on stage and that then was like, the plan. let it show up and deal with going to get it. And I was like, "What? that's too much chaos. I already how, walked how fa- backstage. How fast do you think a lobster shows up <laughs> in Boston? In Boston? You, I, to, be, to be fair, in Boston, I think pretty quick. It is faster than other places, <laughs> but it's not that fast. That, that would have been insane. So, I've look, I've let a lot go yeah. in our time together, but that I could not abide. That was my legit... Uh, about 4.15 a.m. L.A. time plan, I was like, this will work. You know what an audience I wants could, to see? Me figuring out DoorDash. I should fucking do this. <laughs> what, I would be saying shit like, what's the address of this place? <laughs> and what's faster, Uber Eats or Grubhub? <laughs> Riveting stuff. Um, should this blind hand. man be able to say the N-word? <laughs> oh. That's the question at hand. And why does this caller think that he can. I okay. <laughs> so the like almost interesting thing is <sighs> n- uh, like the idea that race is simply a visual construct. Wait, what? <laughs> no, I no, no, not... that, that's what the, I mean. That's where the caller's operating from. Is like 
if you're no, blind, if you, if you, you literally can't be racist. Don't, if you if you can yeah. prove that you are one of these people who literally can't see color, yeah, <laughs> like that is essentially the premise yeah. of what's happening here. No, that is not what I where I thought this was going. I honestly thought this guy was just doing like a well oppression Olympics. He's oh, a marginalized person. Sure. Is it slightly better that he's saying it? So you were. You were saying something real, and not that's still not real. It's still yeah. bonkers. But what you're saying is like from a cartoon. No, no like no, no one. No, but I thought like I, my takeaway was no actually my takeaway like, was both. Jesus, because at first I thought that's listener. what he was saying, but I do think that was another component of it. Because I, it felt like, but just like there was a lot. There was yeah. a lot. It was Wow, yeah. but how insulting to someone who's blind to be like, they must not understand complex racial dynamics. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Or yeah. any racial thing. Yeah. It, it, not complex. Quite, quite basic like, racial like dynamics. Maybe the most, the most basic <laughs> the most racial basic. dynamic Here, Hey, here's one word. Don't say it. <laughs> Racism 101. But what if? Yeah, it does feel like a stoner question. Like, but what if they're blind? It's like, what are you, what are you talking about? You know about? what? That, and that feels like my fault. Because I feel like we've cultivated an audience of people... Or just barely hanging on to like linear thought. <laughs> like just like literal cause and effect is disconnected like in 90% of I go through the voicemail box. It is I know, wild. that's true. This is the coherent shit. <laughs> yeah, he does spare me from having to go through the voicemail inbox. Um I don't even I don't know what to do with this. Does anyone else have anything they want to say about this? This is I'm flummoxed and flabbergasted. I okay. I mean, I think the like halfway stab at something fucking useful is like I think it is hard when there are as we talk about all the fucking time on the podcast like when it's like two different marginalized people and you don't really feel like you can say something to one person or another. And that's largely why we are able to do a podcast is because people like to punt these questions to two strangers. And then we can say, yeah, that's racist. Um, But yeah, that's fucking racist. (laughs) Um, But it's also, right, like truly like ableist to be like, if you're blind, you can't comprehend race. Right. And that you should just be able to do whatever. Yeah, you're allowed to do whatever. What a wild take. What a wild take. Delivered in a wild way. I thought the first caller was lying down. This person was maybe hanging in one of those upside down, like, spine realignment things. (laughs) Just, like, doing, like, a Dracula. Just doing a nice upside down. I want you to email this to me. That way I can make it, like, my ringtone. Yeah. You want this. (laughs) You want this. this. Are you sure? No, instead, I'm just going to send you the one where the white guy said, hey, I keep going to my local Taco Bell, and I'm white, and they won't give me hot sauce. Is that racist? That's, That's the, the one you That's need. That that question is really the gift that keeps giving. Yeah, that I love seeing it fly around the internet. In a truly bizarre way. It's like, huh. Uh-huh. It's back. Well, okay, so we have I, I feel like we settled whatever the fuck oh, that yeah. was. We, we um, want well, what another fucking slam dunk from yeah. Joe's racist. <laughs> Man, you remember, solving shit. Remember when a TV executive told you that you would not have enough content to do several seasons of a TV show of this? <laughs> remember that? It really was like um, yeah. years and years and years ago when we, when I, before Tawny joined, was developing Yosis Racist as a talk show mm-hmm. for the MTV. Uh, that would have been great. Uh, 
Uh, I did have to sit across from a table of three white executives, and they're like, you know, the main problem is we're just not really sure you can have enough to talk about every week. <laughs> and it really was hard to just be like, have I you promise you there's plenty of racism. I would have been like, oh, I see why you think that. Have you been outside? It was really wild. Have you been into the outdoors? You'll see yeah. there's plenty. Um, but speaking of having plenty of racism, we do have another voicemail, but we thought maybe we'd give y'all an opportunity. Yeah, does anyone want to ask To come up, air a grievance. Yes. Yeah. All right, give them a hand. Hi, hello. What is your name? Hey, I'm... Oh, oh you're good. I'm Jess. Um, Hi, Jess. Uh, Jess. J-U-S. Jess. Yeah, sorry. Jess. Hi, Jess. Nice Hi. to meet you. Hey. So, um, I have a friend. She's white. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to whisper. The whites who listen to this show, they know they're white and they're okay with it. So, a while back, um, she got married or whatever. I went to her wedding and stuff. And then afterwards, we were at her house. And the first thing and only thing her dad has ever said to me was... Oh, look, the help. Ooh. <laughs> what? Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, that yeah, so sucks. did you, did, I'm sorry, did you time travel here from 1836 or? <laughs> look, 2014. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Still, it was a different time. Right. Okay. So she's getting married again and I have to interact with her father again. Ooh. I, I'm sorry. I love the very quick drag. Yeah. In that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was just, I just felt it a little bit. Look, like, I was going to say her name, but I, re- I feel, I realize it's not a good idea. Sure, sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you don't have to. Um, so she kind of does this thing where she lets her dad talk to her friends any other way, any type of way without, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. saying anything to them. Mm-hmm. Is that racist? <laughs> <laughs> and should I cuss him out if he says something at the next yeah. wedding? I mean, yeah. I mean round just, of applause should just cuss him out. Absolutely. This is yeah. I love a good I love a good snitch question. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is perpetually my favorite. Me too. Because it's also like they can figure it out, but you didn't call them out exactly. This uh-huh, is wonderful. Uh-huh. This stuff. is a good. This is a good. This is a subtweet on a podcast. Yeah. And I love it. Man. I mean, I mean, not only do you okay. have to cuss him out. But also, look, may- maybe it's not going to be, like, comfortable or safe for you to cuss about, you know? The wedding, so... Oh, sorry. Come yeah, to yeah, the mic. You, give, we're, give us, we want now context. We're having a di- y'all, so, <laughs> y'all paid money, so you, you, you get, get to have a dialogue with us. You get context. We're talking. Uh-huh. So, the person she's marrying as well, uh, his family's Cuban, but they're, like, Republican Cubans. Sure. Yeah. Sure. They're, they're from Florida, I should probably say. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, and... Between her family and his family, they're very um, racist. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So it's probably not the best idea to cuss him out at the wedding. Yeah. You'll probably wait until afterwards, pull him aside, and then cuss him out. Yeah. You'll probably cuss her out as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a good idea. I Can't, think yeah. so. The actual effective version of this is some version of, like, what did you mean by that? You know, yeah. what's going on? Not, not to give you real advice. No one wants real advice. <laughs> no one wants real advice. But some version of that is, like, you know, and then a what the fuck were you talking about? Mm-hmm. Is there any version of leaning into it? And that's just, it never works. Parody is as a medium. Where is the wedding? Is it at their house? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's going to be in, um, what's the place? The Poconos. Mm. Oh. So you just have yeah. to figure out a way where you can do something where they lose their deposit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll just drink a whole bunch and I'll throw up everywhere. Literally, maybe just break go a few to the, tables. Go to a seafood shop, yeah. buy a whole fish, put it behind a radiator, <laughs> and just walk away. Oh. I thought you were going to your wedding go-to of the clam cannon. <laughs> yeah. Eat 50 clams and then vomit them everywhere. Wow. I don't want to say that's your only solution for problems, but it's like up there. We're going to be accused of pandering to this audience because the whole episode has been like, seafood will solve all your problems. That's true. Um, seafood in, seafood out. Are you, like, real talk, though, are you worried about going? Like, are you nervous that it's going to be uncomfortable? I would be nervous, and I'd be like, I don't really want to go to this wedding. These people sound terrible. Not really, because, like, I'm close to her, and she, like, if I cuss him out, she knows she's going to get cussed out. Yeah. You know, then I'll probably drag the whole entire family, but, you know. You got to. Yeah, yeah I'm... I'm not uncomfortable with cussing people out. I love that about chance, you. Yeah. Is there any chance that he might have died between the last wedding and this one? Yeah. Did that, he pass on? No, he didn't. Okay, okay. Well, one can dream. See, are you like trying to lay down evidence for a murder that's about <laughs> to happen? What are you doing? Might he be dead in the future? It was Soon. the scrod in the library. Yeah. <laughs> and right. Just, and so now when he winds up dead, it's like, how could he happen? We'd said it was only an idiot <laughs> would threaten to murder a stranger in the name of social justice. <laughs> well, Don't do any of those things. I know. But I, feel, I do feel like we've given you the Goldilocks approach. You know, you have the, 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 cuss, the cuss him out. You also have, uh, <laughs> have oh. them lose the deposit somehow. There, there's also some version of... This is this is your chance. You have leverage over your white friend forever. <laughs> Anything you want from her, you yeah. get forever. Because this is fucking racist as shit. And in um, the spirit of real advice, in a, 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 one real advice could be you know confront him about it. Be like, what do you mean by that? Other real advice might be like confront your friend. Yeah, and be like, hey, girl. Yeah. Your family trash and your partner's family trash. And that puts a burden on your friends of color who have to deal with these trash people. And I'm going to come to your wedding to support you because I love you. But you need to know what kind of a situation you're putting us all in. Because you're not the only one who feels like that. Yeah. Like, do it. So, yeah. Make your friend feel bad, I guess. <laughs> yeah. At the right. very least, take it out on your friend. Yeah. Give it up for Jess, though. Thank Just. you. That shit's wild. This shit's wild. I'm glad I married into some good whites, you know? Anyone else? <laughs> Anyone else want to snitch on anyone? <laughs> oh, wait. Do you want a optimal oh. shirt? It's our last one. Woo! Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Now we're out of... Does anyone want two-thirds of a lobster no. roll? <laughs> Absolutely distressing. Right. Come on, please. Come on up. Absolutely. Oh. You can have it. You really can. <laughs> Two questions. Yeah, Please. what's your yeah. name? Tawe. 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 Hi. How's it going? Okay, so two up. questions. Yeah. Why did you eat the lobster roll the way that you ate it? <laughs> oh. So, for anyone... Yes. For anyone listening... Yes. Anyone else notice that? Like, what? So, okay, okay, okay. so I, I, let's, for the listeners at home, let's just picture anyone in the back, maybe, potentially, probably not. Uh, imagine sort of like a corn on the cob situation right? <laughs> like I approach the lobster roll orthogonally straight down the middle top down a listener top down. saying and I'll tell you uh, it was fear <laughs> uh, I 
I was genuinely too scared to like try to squish it to down and eat it. it like a human being. Right. Because I don't trust you people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys are you guys are cool. Uh, no, I got scared and then I was like, picking at it, but then I was peer pressured to really eat it, and then. <laughs> You saw the truest moment of me lost in my own little world, like a, you know, approximately like, I don't know, like a little globe around Andrew only. And you saw me try to solve a problem. Just a peek, a peek into the mind. And thank you, Tawei, for for keeping us honest. Yeah. Because we were going to let that slide. I, it was middle out. Yeah. Yeah. Middle out lobster. Yeah. Later. It's like imagine someone eating a taco the wrong way. Yeah. 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 Or, or yeah. Just like, like from the bottom, maybe just like insanity. Just, just horrible. Insanity. So yeah. So thank you. But that's me. <laughs> that's me. Um, trying to show dominance over the city of Boston <laughs> by and- asserting that there's another way to eat a lobster roll. <laughs> and did it work? Who's intimidated here, right, y'all? You guys are scared? Mm, oh, it's a little For scared. different reasons. They're like, <laughs> I don't know. They're like, I don't know. The last time he ate this much seafood, he lost his hearing. What are we doing? That's true. Something is wrong. Maybe he has an allergy. Like, they're scared for you, I think. Uh... What's your second question? <laughs> okay. Here's my, here's my second question. Thank you for elaborating. I'm still confused, but okay. I'm going to be... Uh, that was more honest than I've ever been with anyone on stage just now. When I was talking about the lobster roll. This mic, these lights, we're holding up yeah. a lens to society. Too you know? vulnerable. Uh-huh. I okay, should have just said, it's a bit. <laughs> okay, so here's, here's my actual, well, actually, no. That was my actual question. Yeah. Here's another question. No, no, no that was upsetting. Less important. Uh, so there's kind of like this Asian renaissance as like Asian men not even being like, Sexy, but like even acknowledging that they have sex. Oh, period, Ugh. right? Sorry, uh, so I guess my question I have some thoughts on this, but yeah, I want all of you to sort of like weigh in on this like idea of like you know, sort of like what's going on with like Asian men in media right now, mm-hmm. and just like weighing in. I'm just sort of like very curious about how you think of this. Z, mm. <laughs> um, uh, well. The reason you have to go first is because you're wearing a... Th- Tawe, thank you thank so you. much. Thank you very much. You have to go first because you're wearing a Dunkin' Donuts no, onesie I mean, I think, is why. I, I think that there's been... For the longest time, I think it was hard. I feel like movies and TV yeah. kind of lead the charge in terms of like what is considered the standard of beauty in America. Are you saying that our jobs are the most important jobs? I just feel... That what we do is more important than any person's oh, job in the universe. Yes. yes, I agree with this. Look but at I you. think for such a long time. So, so this is a really interesting question because in 2007, I worked on a TV show called Cashmere Mafia, which was a show that is still the thing on my IMDb page that is the most confusing to everybody. And it was a Lucy Liu show. And we had an Asian love interest for her in episode four or five. This is 2007. And they kissed. And I remember there was a lot of speculation if that was the first Asian-American kiss in television history. And that was not that long ago. (laughs) Like, I was alive to write that. And it was really crazy. And I think about that a lot because if that was where we started in 2007 
we had a lot of time to make up. And I do think that part of it is also there was not the talent development for Asian-American actors, uh, male actors especially, because there weren't the roles for them. They were never seen. Why would you want to go out audition after audition, killing yourselves, getting rejected all the time, to play essentially like a sexless human being that was unpopular? Now I think there's more roles. Because of that, I think younger actors are interested in inhabiting that space. And I think that there's a new generation of like, it's also a generational confidence thing. Uh, I'm, I'm opposed, but go ahead. <laughs> you continue. But I do think, but I think that like now there's just more actors that, yeah. and there's just more of like a desire to see that. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason. This, this is my by far most horrible gatekeeping instinct is like... I feel like I fought with oh. you about this before. I can't remember. I feel like it was over Korean seafood barbecue. Uh-huh. And we were arguing about this. Okay, so to recap. I clams. remember you were cutting directly through a crab's head while you were yelling at me about something. But what are you gatekeeping? I guess suffering. I'm, oh, my God. Explain yeah. yourself. What do you mean? Uh, no, no, I, I just, I, I think like, wow, about to get too real once again, which is truly like the worst part of me gets a little like, man, these Asian people today have it so good. And that is the worst part of me. I see. You have that like, nobody should have their student loans forgiven type energy. I'm the worst. No, I get it. I think we all have. I have things like that where I'm like, but I had to work so hard and now they don't have to. Oh, wait, that should be good. It just takes a little reprogramming to be like, isn't that nice? But it can be hard. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, you know, the other component of it is, yeah, I mean, I, I, I also think that there's just been a lot in the last few years where there is like, I mean, I'm not complaining, like a on screen, like, Really, the first time where I've seen, like, okay, this is, like, an Asian dude. Yeah. And he's desirable. Yeah. And I think there is this, like, weird trickle-down effect because a few projects or whatever in TV and film, like, you know, Insecure, you know, like, there's, like, uh, you know, Crazy Rich Asians where it's, like, okay, now there's a precedence for it. Mm-hmm. And because those were successful, then it's, like, okay, well, you know, who else is there out there that, like, can have that? attractiveness on screen right yeah so now the studios are going okay america was okay with this i guess we can allow this to keep happening which uh, is unfortunate that it takes that but it literally is that like we have to have the representation so that the door gets open and then you can you know create more opportunities it starts with what does that mean oh sure 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 all right, so to repeat for the mic, Crazy Rich Asians was a book. Oh, no, come on up, please. All right. Okay, fine. all right. From the shadows. From the shadows. <laughs> right, right, right. I think there, there's, like, right, more diversity in literature than in media because it's cheaper to make books than movies, I think. Does anyone Do know? Do you think it's not cheaper to make a book than a movie? I have no idea. It's much cheaper to make a book than no a movie. I have no idea how any of this shit works Much cheaper. At all. Just think about how, like, a book can sit, like, right and uh-huh. a movie is like yeah. <laughs> all over. I mean, how many people does it take to make a book? Like 
400? Uh, yeah, yeah. 500. 400 grips. I mean, you really need the one. <laughs> um, it starts with the one. That, this literally, this conversation just shook loose one of my horrible stand-up set jokes, which is... Tell oh my god, now I'm trying to remember it. it. Okay, it, I don't know, it is this goes, how stand-up works? We just force you from a chair to remember sit something? Down, sit down, half-remembered comedy, <laughs> which is that I don't like that there are hot Asian actors now because I used to be able to blame my dating life on racism, and now... <laughs> I have to blame my face and personality. Was it not a horrible joke? It's pretty That's solid, okay joke. It's pretty solid, actually. It's good. It's pretty good. It's good. Anyone else want to want to pop it? Oh, I see a hand in the back. Come on, come on now. down. Woo, 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 woo. Yay! Hello. Hi. Hi. Are you? How are you? Thank Where you. Good. Welcome to Boston. Thank yeah. you. My name is Leia. Um, uh, I do diversity, equity, and inclusion and belonging work. Okay. So, would you like to take over and yeah. I will go take a nap? <laughs> we should be down there. Away. You uh, be your here. podcast has been a form of um, uh, self-care. Uh, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Um, I actually wanted to build on the concept of dating, especially in Boston. Okay. Um, I remember being on a date with a man of color, and he was like, I usually don't date black girls, so this is really a rare occurrence for me. And cool. I continue to have <laughs> these experiences with people who look like me who are like, I don't usually don't date women like you. So mm. I just wanted to know if you had any suggestions or advice for um, folks who are... <sighs> Looking for love in all the wrong places. Oh. Are yeah. <laughs> you saying Boston is the wrong place? <laughs> yeah. And it's, 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 or just Earth. <laughs> and if, if LA is any better. Please. No, much, much oh, worse. Oh, God. Much worse. But Earth in general is bad. Um, Earth, bad. Yeah. America, bad. Yeah. LA, actual hell. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for your question. Thank you. I don't want to make you stand here if you don't want to, but if you'd like to keep talking, you can stand here. Yeah, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Stay in case we have more questions for you. <laughs> um, people saying, especially a person of color, saying, wow, I don't normally do this. Isn't this exciting that I'm branching out in this way? Oh, God. Is really deeply hurtful. But past, but one of the most casual things that people yeah. will say, they'll say it so casually. I think that's the reason this like show at all has power is that, like, Race is a thing that no one pretty much correctly knows how to talk about. Like, it's so elemental. It's so, like, on the dating apps. Guess my race. I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. It's like people feel very comfortable talking about something in the worst fucking way always. Um, I don't really know. I mean, I obviously the answer is fuck that person. And don't fuck that person. <laughs> um, <laughs> English is bad. No, it's, that was a good... As a language. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> we need that on a shirt. That was good. not useful. You shouldn't require that much acting to say a sentence. I disagree. <laughs> you know, acting is the most important thing in America. Anyway, um, I also think that, you know... I don't know, something that you could say in the moment if you care to engage with them any further, which 
most of the time it's probably just going to be a no but but some people have said like unthinking things on dates or even like on friend dates you go out with like a new friend and they say something kind of unthinking and if you still believe they're a good person and want to investigate it um doing just that and asking them really like well why do you think that is that you haven't dated people of this race or what makes you feel like you can't because it's almost like they say it as though they weren't allowed to like oh man i never date black girls it's like Mm. you weren't trapped in a refrigerator box like (laughs) you were always permitted to date whomever you wanted but they say it like well i just never did that and yet here you are you're like yeah so i wonder if you phrase it like why did you feel like you weren't allowed to as opposed to like why didn't you because why didn't you is accusatory which i think they deserve but if you don't want to put them on the defensive like what made you feel like that wasn't an option for you? Because that's, especially as black women, that's something we deal with all the time is that we're not an option to so many, so many demographics. Right. We're just not an option romantically. And that's partly due to media and TV and stuff not presenting us as one forever. We were presented as like the wives and mothers to already established black men. So we're like in partnerships already. Or, you know, we're completely asexual or we're, like, hyper, hypersexualized. But we're, we haven't been presented as, like, a, a standard romantic option mm-hmm. until very recently. So, I don't know. If you want to ask them why, but yeah. if, also if you don't want to go into their fucked up mind palace, yeah. I get that, too. I'll just keep it moving. Thank I'm you. just trying to find yeah. a way yeah. that you can say, why the fuck do you think you can talk to me like that? Yeah. In a way that isn't those exact words but maybe those are the only words that work maybe like a what do you think you're saying to me right now i like one of those like what do you think you're talking about because the other side is there's not enough sarcastic spin you can put on like oh my god thank you so much i ran out of breath control i was gonna say you so so much longer yeah there's there's yeah sarcasm never works is my assertion Mm mm-hmm yeah. Anything? Z. <laughs> no, I just have not, I have not like been on a date for like Too long. 20 years. So I, I actually, have, I'm, I'm. Right. I don't know what this world is like. And it sounds horrifying. But do you think, do you notice it with, it's different with friendships with like things that you know are meant to be platonic. But I, I've definitely had people say things to me like, oh, I don't have a lot of black friends. Or like, you're, you can be my one black friend or something kind of unthinking where you're just like, we didn't need that. I, 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 think, it's, uh, I think when someone says something like that, the, the, the thought of it being unthinking, I think is really interesting because it's almost like a pathological way for them to deal with something inside of their own mind, whether that's a way for them to be negging you in some way or playing a mind game where they think, okay, if I'm saying this, then that must mean that I am saying that you're so much better than everyone else of your race, which right. is also like not a great right. thing to say. Like, oh, thanks. <laughs> on a first date. Um, yeah. But I, I do think that there's something interesting about it, feeling like something that they're saying, but they're not really fully processing why they're saying it. And that's what's interesting about like calling them out on it, because I bet that's going to be really scary for them. You know, because when you say something like that and it's, a pathological thing being called out on it is obviously forces them to confront something that they probably did not want to have to confront. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But also, 
is a lot of work for you. And like you said, you might just want to keep it moving and find someone who's yeah. not trash. Like no, most, okay. most of our real life answers is like, get away from, don't them. do this just, if you don't feel like yeah. it and never, you really don't have to ever feel like it, but that obviously just sucks. Just say you're going to the bathroom and then leave. Yeah. yeah. You have permission to fire. ghost someone who says oh. that for sure. That's true. Yeah. You know? That, that maybe actually is a real thing, which is like, I think there, I think all of us in human being mode, not, Andrew's an asshole mode. Like it's hard to like reciprocate energy like that because mm. it is so such a horrible thing. Yeah. And in those situations, I feel guilty being like, eh, actually, you can't. Yeah. I did, at your house, uh, a couple like two months ago. <laughs> when were you at my house? Uh, <laughs> oh, you didn't know. In L.A., um, someone someone asked me what the dumplings were. <laughs> On the cater day, and I all I could loudly say was, I don't know, I didn't bring them, and just walk away. Oh but it was God. a little just like, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they were otherwise a nice person who weren't thinking, but they were like, Well, he brought the dumplings. I like this subtweeting that's happening where now he's trying to figure out who that was at his house. I think I you know. might not have known who they were. Actually. I know exactly who it was, <laughs> <laughs> and they're never having dumplings at my house again. Um. Um, but well, no, yeah. it's fucking hard in real life, and yeah. like for all our shit, like it is fine to protect yourself. Unless, I think I think that's yeah. that's what I'm saying is like it's also like this is not a situation that you caused, yeah, and it's not your job to be their therapist, and probably you're not going to solve them on first date, and you should totally just say you're going to use the bathroom and then leave. <laughs> yeah, we support right. that. Ghost them. Thank you. Ghost the Racist. Oh, yeah. Give me a hand. All right. Um, in classic Andrew didn't prepare well enough fashion, here's one last voicemail, although probably the rapper one should have been our closer. But here we go. Hello, Andrew, Tawny, Matt, and possibly anybody else. Matt, this is an I'm oldie. I'm a white school Shh. counselor. Uh, I work with a team of teachers who are all white women except for one uh, black male. Um, he is a paraprofessional, so he supports teachers. Um, often at the start of the school year, interesting comments have been made about him, like, oh, of course, he's late today, or most recently, oh, he seemed really tired today. You saw how he was falling asleep. And uh, these comments really feel racially charged and extremely inappropriate. Um, and I'm not confident how to address it in a way that is including them in a conversation without it feeling like I'm trying to get somebody in trouble and pointing a finger at them, even though I know it is not okay. Um, any feedback would be great. Thanks. Bye. This caller was sitting straight up when they called this <laughs> in. They were sitting at the edge of their chair like, hello, I have something to talk about. And I love that about them. Yeah. It takes all types. Um, Awake types, asleep types, yep. incoherent types. Two people, two types. Two types. <laughs> the, the main two types. What is the race of the person that is being told they're sleepy and lazy all the time? Are they a Rip Van Winkle? Are they? <laughs> I think. I think she said black. I didn't hear it. Did she's, anyone hear it? Uh, okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
That yeah, I lost confidence on a voicemail I've listened to three times and I knew for a fact because I said it in the file name, but I still, I genuinely lost confidence as soon as you're like, what was Wait, the race? I was like, oh. quick aside, as we wind down the show, quick aside, we got to talk about the file name sometimes. That's something that y'all don't hear about on the pod, but sometimes it'll just be like, it'll just say like karaoke Nazi.mp3. <laughs> really startling. It's not for public consumption for no, good reason. No, you're right. We should read some of them sometime, though. You got a handful of them? I don't know. No, it's going to be too difficult. I'm sorry. We'll do it on air. We'll take it. We'll take this as a suggestion we'll for read the next some time we're air. out of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. In the bundle. Oh, yeah. Shout out to our Suboptimal subscribers. Thank you so much. Are we fucking plugging a goddamn Patreon no, I just at a live show? I just, someone brought it up and I thanked them, Andrew. This wasn't a plug. This was an organic conversation. So you're saying we're not telling people to go to suboptimalpots.com. I didn't do this. I didn't start this. Um, <laughs> to sign up for... Okay, I, I'm, I I'm really not going to do this. I forgot the question, but it sounded really racist. Um, it's... it's uh, how do you Thanks. navigate uh, your racist coworkers without getting them in trouble? Mm. Um, and or I don't know. How should I? I don't know. That was like Wait, a you joke. Too hard at me off that one. I know because like the joke is that you're my coworker. Oh, what damn. if that was the secret of this podcast? Is that secretly one of us was terrible and the other one had to navigate them? It's not secret. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking horrible. No, we have a great bond. Um, and yet. And yet. Have you ever had to deal with a, a, a coworker that was doing something outright, something blatant like that, where you had to? Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, one thing that sticks out to me was a coworker called the black character uppity Oof. in the room. Oof. And I was like, so just so you know, you can't say that. I kind of like talked to them about it and they said, I think you want to be uh, offended. And then I never spoke to that person again. Wow. Oh, shit. And when they talked to me in the room, I would just ignore what they were saying. Wow. Oh, shit. I think you want to be offended. No, because no one does. I want yeah. I walk in and think, I want to get offended. Right. I don't know what advice to give to the caller, especially since it probably was, I mean, they, they called out Matt in the voicemail. So this is probably from 2020. Um, <laughs> but it's fine. But like those, I just want to touch on like, you know, those comments that are, that seem uh, uh, like they could be innocuous saying that someone's lazy or that someone's like asleep all the time or like, oh, they're going to be late. It's not that, and we all know this listening to this, but the, the problem that you can often run into in the workplace is like, oh, well, we just said a thing that we would say about anyone who was late or who didn't show up or whatever, whatever. And it's like that, that, that lie that people can tell themselves about not seeing how words fall differently on people who come from different backgrounds than them allows people to say really heinous shit and act like they're just being like, what? He was late a few times. And it's yeah. like, no, that's, what, that's why we actually don't want to be uh, unseeing to people's color and background because you have to see it in order to realize how your words are landing on them and labeling them because you might sound like a big fucking racist just for telling us that somebody was late a lot. Yeah. It's also like when the workplace only has one person of color at a lower level job. Yeah. Just never talk shit about them. Yeah. Ever. That's the least you could do at your racist ass job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe just let them be. Let them be. <laughs> Shit's probably hard. Right. <laughs> Right. I don't fucking want that's to be correct. There. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, I don't know. What else do we have? I mean, nothing according to the Shedge. 
The oh. schedule is like five words. I'm looking at it. Yeah. It's really sad. No, there's some extra words in there. You wrote lobster twice. Yeah. Um, That's because he thought he was getting lobster two ways. All right. Yeah. He did. All right. You, Tawny, you end the show. Great. I'm going to end the show. Um, I'm going to do this. Okay. I'm going to try to take one normal human bite of lobster roll while you talk. This is where we are as a people, is that he's going to try to take one normal human sideways bite of the lobster roll. I'm going front ways. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Incredible work. It's truly disgusting. Um, joking aside, we do really want to thank you all. It's a weird time to come out and see shows. It's a weird time to be in rooms with strangers and to laugh and to talk about stuff. And so we're so appreciative that you would come out tonight. Um, we're really appreciative to the venue. This is such a great new space. Yeah. Um, they have lots of different programming and stuff here. So you should check out all the things they're doing, music, whatnot. Um, I want to thank our guest. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Thank you, guys. Being here with us and chatting and wearing maybe the most insane live show outfit I've ever seen. Yeah. It's really fantastic. Continue continue supporting Dunkin' Donuts. That yep. puts money in Z's pocket. Absolutely. Every day. Feeds his kids. Feeds and his kids donut holes? Whatever. Yeah. Your kids eat only donut holes, right? I That's mean, actually more true than you want to know. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, but yeah, thank you again. And yeah, and thank you just for being listeners because uh, since we've gone indie, it really has just felt and been like a totally different show. And we we love doing it now because we just kind of, you know, yeah. th- this, this yeah. vibe that you showed up to experience. This we appreciate is, you, everyone, so much. Yeah, and this is all that we're doing every week, which is all we ever want to be doing, which yeah. is just watching Andrew eat a lobster roll the, mm-hmm. the wrong way. That's a metaphor for our <laughs> podcast. Um, so thank you all so, so much. Thank you, our Suboptimal subscribers. Thank you for coming out to this show. Um, uh, that's all we that's got. It. Go thank to the so Encore much. Casino if you want. And, and there's a lobster roll under each one of your chairs. No, we did not do that. This is Suboptimal.